0: قصى اردوغان وتركيا هلا موضوع كثير معقد أهلا وسهلا فيكم أه بهذه في هيدي الجلسه الثانيه لهسنه اا فينا نقول انه تركيا بظل حكومه اردوغان دخلت منذ اشهر مرحله من الغموض وعدم اليقين. لا نعرف أين ستنتهي هذه المرحله وكيف ستنتهي عندما نتحدث عن الغموض في تركيا فإننا نقصد بالدرجة الأولى ما حدث في الأشهر الأخيرة يعني محاولة انقلاب وانقلاب على الانقلاب ثم موجة تطهير مستمرة حتى الآن طاولت مؤسسات الدولة كلها الإدارة الإدارية والعسكرية والأمنية والتعليمية طبعاً الإعلام كمان صار فيه هجم كبير على الإعلام المستقل وعملية تفكيك لهذا الإعلام صار الوضع الآن بيشبه عملية إعادة تفكيك وتركيب تفكيك شو تركيب شو إعادة تفكيك الدولي وإعادة بناء الدولي أول سؤال بينطرح التيار القومي الديني يلي بينتمي له الأكيفية أو حزب العدالة والتنمية يلي بزعمه أردوغان وين هو بهالعملية هاته إعادة بناء الدولي يعني أداش هو عم بقود عملية وهو المسيطر عليها بدون شركاء آخرين سواء شركاء من دورة العميقة أو من طيارات إسلامية تانية مثل جماعة قلان مثلا السؤال الثاني هي شو حدود التقاطع أو التناغم بين الإسلام السياسي طبعا الإسلام السياسي التركي والنزعة القومية التركية وبالتالي وين صار الكلام يلي سمعنا خلال السنوات الماضية عن النموذج التركي، نموذج تركي بالنسبة للمجتمعات العربية. خلال هيد الأشهر نفسها يلي عم نحكي عنها، كمان شفنا في السياسة الخارجية تطورات مهمة استدارة لتركيا نحو روسيا ونحو إيران بدفع. من دينامية جديدة بتركيا الاردوغانيه هي هذه هي تسمى حالياً الخيار الأوراسي أورازيان أو أوراجين أو الخيار الشرقي أو الخيار الشرقي الأسر بمواجهة الخيار الأطلسي الغربي طبعاً تركيا هي حتى إشعار آخر دولة أساسية بالأطلس كيف تتوازن تركيا على خط التماس بين التكتلين في خط تماس، و اردوغان عم يلعب ف شو حدود هيدي اللعبه وشو مطرها كيف بتدير الازمه ازمتها الكرديه على جبهتين جبهه داخليه جنوب شط هل صحيح انه الاولويه بالنسبه لانقره للصراع على سوريا هي صارت للموضوع الكردي يعني حل الموضوع الكردي أو احتوائه بصرف النظر عن مستقبل النظام السوري كل هاي الأسئلة مطروحه لحتى يحاول يجيب عنها صديقنا والكاتب والمحلل جنغيس جاندر Jenki's Chandler is one of the الأتراك <سؤال> <تكلم> famous of the most 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 of the most وتركيا كذلك كان له دور مهم على الصعيد الإعلامي بالمعركه مع المؤسسة العسكرية وصولاً لإصلاح الديمقراطي حالياً يعيش بالمنفى الاختياري بستوكول حيث يقوم بعمل بحثي في جامعة ستوكول خياره هذا إجاء بعد مطارده سوريالي طبعا من جانب السلطة من جانب أردوغان اتهامات نياب العامه تحويله على نياب العام عده مرات والأخير لأسباب واهيه يعني وأجبرته كل هذه ال الشغلة هذه المتعبة أجبرته إنه ينسحب من الصحافة اليومية الكلام لك جيمس
1: شكرا <تصفيق> <تصفيق> أبزياد أهلا وسهلا بكم آخر مرة أنا كنت هون بمركز دراسات سار كم سنة من هاي الفترة للآن ما صار أي تطوير باللغة المستوى lugati العربية
0: حسمني قديم لإن
1: بدون ممارسة العملية ما عم تطوير Ee, <gülüyor> e, sebep, e, birkun, birkun bir, uh Ragham Hada Luga the first two times um, I had been here in this centre which I'm always very happy to be, Uh, I remember that I spoke in a very high uh, mood in self-confidence coming from a country in ascendancy. Uh, So given that ascendancy, Turkey projected to the world, to the region and to each individual belonging to that country. I was also very self-confident. Uh, that we were all moving towards bright horizons. Now I come the third time here to this room in, particularly after the two years and especially after since six, seven, eight months what they call the failed military coup, what we have been practicing in Turkey. Uh, I come here with a psychology of a defeated individual. Mm-hmm. When I look back to my life, I come to the conclusion as if eh, all those years has been in vain. We have not succeeded anything. We have been all wrong for many things. So, <clears throat> in contrast. To the previous times that I had been here, emanating this self-confidence and optimism, I am much more humbled person now, unsuccessful, defeated, uh, and uh, never has known as if never has known success and maybe in my lifetime for our generation, Whatever the definition of success, maybe we will never have it. Uh, so we will maybe go down into the future, to the history, as a defeated generation. The only thing we can console ourselves, we tried. We had good hearts. We had shujaa. We had wai. We had in a way ahlak. And we failed. Uh, But we have tried. So, uh, uh, some weeks ago I noticed that the people like us uh, active, political activists or political scientists or philosophers or literary people, the people dealing with social sciences know very less about physical sciences maybe if there are engineers mathematicians in this group can attest to what i will refer now which i think sheds light to my country to the region and to the world 150 years ago from today the second law of thermodynamics were discovered So to this second law of thermodynamics say that everything in the universe eventually moves from order to disorder. From structure to formlessness and from predictability to uncertainty. So I take again some consolation that at least it seems what we have been passing through complies with the law of thermodynamics now we are passing from predictability to uncertainty from order to disorder this is how the universe is structured and formed and now we are living it uh, of course, one of the main reasons why it happened after the Cold War, we had a unipolar world uh, with one superpower. so the, this unipolar world was structured upon that uh, superpower, which the name goes as the United States of America. And this United States lost credibility, and it seems, to have run out of ideas in terms of global governance to propose the world leadership even if it wanted to it lacks money to fund it and also it has no will to lead it, to lead this world we have seen it in the uh, previous administration of Barack Obama which was very reluctant. Yeah. Crainer, adi no, this is certainty in Beirut. The uncertainty if we had always Karabay and so uh, Anyway, I'm, I'm this diminishing America and the most importantly, the the will to lead it, the the will to lead the world, we are in Obama in terms of his reluctance to do something or to do anything in terms of leadership. Now, in contrast, we have this Donald Trump, but his position converges in a sense by being very contrasting to Obama, but still, it, his position overlaps uh, in terms of not willing to lead with the slogan, as you all know, America first. America first means, I don't care about the rest very much. So the world is ours now, and that this world without a global governance and leadership and the means to, to, to uh, uh, supply it is a world of disorder a world of uncertainty and it is best seen and known in this region and in this sense uh, uh, in my country uh, Turkey has become uh, not a regional <laughs> power projecting its strength to lead to this region as it claimed to be some years ago when I I had been here twice before, as I said with self-confidence, that was that Turkey. Now it's a different Turkey. Uh, and this different Turkey has become uh, not any sort of a shining example or an attractive power center for anybody. The numbers which makes a country, a regional power, or a place of attraction, does not, uh, is not the case, uh, or not the case with Turkey. Particularly uh, after the crackdown we had following the failed coup, 15 July. I will give you some numbers. It has been a very wide crackdown and it is ongoing. It is still going on, this this crackdown in Turkey. This purges the pressures. Uh, For example, 7,000 academics are purged. Uh, 15 universities are closed. Uh, And 7,000 professors, associate professors PhD holders, academics are purged. So the university system in Turkey at the highest level collapsed. 550 people from the foreign ministry, some are in jail, some are out of job. And in Turkey, if you are kicked out for some reason, you don't come to the conclusion, let me move and do something else. You can't find jobs. Because you are stamped by the authorities, you are jobless, you, are, you become nobodies. But more importantly, the numbers, the figures are in terms of uh, 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 so high, in terms of detentions and arrests, until today, in the last 7-6 months, 1,000, 11,000 plus people are taken into detention. Forty-four thousand of them are arrested, put in, in prison. The capacity of prisons after 15 July is 110 percent. So it is so full that they start to, to pardon the ordinary criminals to find spaces for those who would be put into prison uh, politically. Uh, Turkey has become a hell in terms of uh, journalists and in terms of freedom of press and freedom of media, freedom of expression. 151 journalists, well known, prominent journalists, many of them are my very close friends and colleagues, they are in prison. And the number of journalists who are in prison in Turkey is more than the sum total of the journalists, Iran. Russia and China. If you add China, Russia and Iran, the people who uh, has press card in prison, Turkey by itself is about it. Most interestingly, uh, the situation of the military, the military of Turkey is known to be the second largest in NATO. After the United States, it is the second largest. Therefore, presumably, the second strongest, at least in in terms of numbers, the strongest military. 8,000 personnel of the military at the officer level are in prison or purged. Uh, 151 generals, they are in prison. That makes roughly 46-48% of the generals. So the army altogether is some hundred thousands. But Turkish army is not a professional army. It's a conscript army. So those numbers to educated minds means peasants under gun, under arms. Because when you are 20 years old, you conscript people and send them to make their military duties for two years, from 20 to 20 years, two years, you teach how to use the gun and send them back to their villages or to their homes to take new ones. So the strength of the military is not counted. If it's a conscript army, how many people are under arms? It's mainly how many generals you have, the, the highest class of the army. So in this sense, nearly half of the Turkish generals are in prison now. If we come to the Air Force, which is the most important part of the Turkish military, which is considered as the jewel of the crown of the military, it has 300 fighter planes. There are 600 planes, but I'm not counting the transport planes and other aircraft. the fighter planes there are 300. and it had uh, 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 about this 300 240 RmF16s very developed planes. and uh, for each plane there there were two pilots. Since 15 July 500, Fifty pilots are either purged, or under trial, or in prison. So now the ratio for three hundred fighter planes it was zero point eight. Now it diminished to zero point five. We can fly the fighter planes if we.